Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to Australia's number one sports news podcast, The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Wednesday, the 23rd of August. Today, from drug bans to world championship highs for US Sprint Queen, more big-name AFL players set to farewell the game at season's end, and one last good news story from the FIFA Women's World Cup. But first... With just two rounds left in the NRL regular season, the finals hopes of the South Sydney Rabbitohs are teetering on the brink. And today, a big decision could push the club one way or another. Big news coming out of the Bunnies. We spoke about them last night, but they are at boiling point. Uh, Apparently, their assistant coaches could be stood down effective immediately. After a board meeting last night, South Sydney looks set to part ways with former Sharks head coach, now club assistant John Morris, as well as premiership captain turned assistant coach Sam Burgess in the wake of a reported disharmony between the two men and head coach Jason Demetrio. The cause of the dispute reportedly centres around Burgess and Morris' belief that South's marquee pair Latrell Mitchell and Cody Walker are being given preferential treatment by Demetrio and wield too much power at the club. Burgess is already headed to Greener Pastures next season as the head coach of Warrington in the English Super League, while Morris is tipped to become an assistant to his former teammate Benji Marshall at West Tigers. But the messiness couldn't come at a worse time for the Rabbitohs, who face a must-win clash next weekend against their arch-rivals, the Roosters, if there are any hopes of playing finals. And they're going to have to do it without Luttrell. Yeah, no, I'm disappointed, not only just because of... Uh yeah, the game, but also in myself, and you know, I've worked really hard to get this stuff out of my game, and, and then you know, then brain snaps, and you know, I've tried to mature a lot, and I think you know, I haven't had an incident since you know, 21, that incident with you know, Joey Marnie. So, you know, I've worked really hard to get myself back to playing footy and enjoying it, and you know, getting that that stuff out of it, the grubby stuff. Mitchell has accepted a one-match suspension for a Grade Two dangerous contact charge against Tyson Frizzell last weekend in the loss to the Knights, meaning the Bunnies will have to overcome the Roosters with their best player in the stands. I know what I did. I know what I'm supposed to do. Um, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm allowed not to do. And I still made that decision. Most of you probably don't remember the story of Shikari Richardson, the then 21-year-old sprinting phenom from America who was the gold medal favourite for the women's 100 metres sprint heading into the Tokyo Olympics until she tested positive for marijuana and was consequently suspended for using a banned substance. Marijuana enhances many things. Colours, tastes, sensations. But you are certainly not empowered. When you're stoned, you're lucky if you can find your own goddamn feet. The only way it's a performance-enhancing drug is if there's a big Hershey bar at the end of the run. Oh, yeah! But yesterday, Richardson swapped blazes of smoke for blazes of glory. They're away first time. Can Shelly Ann Fraser-Price deliver? She's got a good start, but watch Sharika Jackson. Oh, on the near side! Right at the end! They were getting ready from nowhere in lane nine. It's an incredible performance from Shikari Richardson. Richardson came through like a rocket in lane nine. Her first global final and she tastes gold. Richardson, now 23, qualified slowest for the final at the World Championships in Budapest, meaning she was forced to run from the outside lane. But Richardson shocked the world and the two Jamaican favourites, Sharika Jackson and Shelly-Ann Fraser-Price running in the middle lanes, to storm home and claim the biggest win of her young career in a championship record time of 10.65 seconds. Wow, that fast. Meanwhile, Australia's own speedster Rowan the Flying Mullet Browning had to settle for 14th place in the men's 100-metre sprint, failing to progress from his own semi-final. 
Browning says the result means he'll carry a chip on his shoulder into next year's Olympic Games in Paris as he continues to hunt the magical 10-second barrier. Jack Rewalt, Trent Cotcher, Nick Natanui, Jack Zeeble. The AFL's 2023 retirement class is already set to be one of the most star-studded in recent memory. And the class just got a couple of new leaders. To call it on my time, and I've got that opportunity, and the opportunity this morning to talk to my teammates and coaches and staff was something that I'll remember for the rest of my life. And I've been very fortunate to play footy for 15 years. Very excited for what's next, but I know I leave a footy club in great hands, not only from the coach all the way through and the administration, but to the players. Um, a remarkable bunch of people and ones that are hopefully take the Giants to where they haven't been before. Former Giant skipper Phil Davis has announced that he's hanging up the boots after 192 games across 15 injury-interrupted seasons. But he isn't the only captain to call it a day. I'd prefer to be not playing in a team that's winning and you know hopefully winning a grand final than playing and captaining a team that's going to go on holidays in seven days' time. And I maintain that. I'll support the group in whatever capacity that is to the best of my ability. Current Port captain Tom Jonas yesterday announced that this will be his last season despite his current side sitting third on the ladder. 32-year-old Jonas was dropped in round 12 in what coach Ken Hinckley described as then a significant call and has seemingly fallen out of the power's best 22. And he's not naive as to the reason why. Well, I was never blessed with foot speed, so that's always been a little challenge. But like I said, I think the game's evolving and our team's evolving. You look at the expectations of high forwards now, um, and, and that means the equivalence there for the, the high backs. Um, you, you look at how tall but also fast a full forward is at 200 centimetres and lightning quick. I mean, you've got to be able to adjust, and yeah, also I probably slowed down a little bit, so that's just the reality of the situation. Western Bulldogs forward Josh Bruce also called time on his career yesterday after suffering a second ACL injury while playing for the Dogs a month ago. The FIFA Women's World Cup is over. Spain are the queens of the footballing world and our Matildas have had to settle for being the fourth best team on the planet. But there is one more silver lining to come out of the tournament. 21-year-old Courtney Vine at her first World Cup can write the Matildas into history. Cue the party! Wild scenes in Brisbane, my engine! Courtney Vine, a.k.a. the Queen of Australia's epic quarterfinal penalty shootout win over France, has shunned the shiny lights of European football, signing a one-year contract extension to stick with the reigning A-League women's champions at Sydney FC as their marquee player. Hey, everyone. It's Courtney Vine from Sydney FC and the Matildas here. I'm so excited to have signed on for another year with Sydney FC. If you enjoyed watching us at the World Cup, why not grab a Liberty A-League membership and get behind Sydney FC next season? Vine's decision to stay put in the local league while nearly all of her national teammates head back to their overseas clubs is a major coup for the local A-League women's and will add some star power when the new season kicks off in October later this year. And that is your Fast Fun Hitter Sport. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on the Scorecard. Listener.